Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and this is Thought Leader Nuggets number 56, Relationships, Playing the Long Game. Look, your success in life is primarily a function of the strength of the relationships in your network. Life is a people game. Business is a people game. As Mark Von Muser said, it's not a numbers game, it's a people game. So when you're evaluating the strength of the relationships in your network, you need to gauge at what stage your relationship with each individual in your network is at. There's a model that's been developed that'll make it real simple for you. It's called the five stages of relationship. Stage one is what's called the basic engagement stage. You know the person's name, they know yours, and you both know what each other do. That's about it. There's no real depth, no real intimacy, no real continuity to your connection at this level. You haven't really earned the right to ask for help or referral or business, nor do you really know enough about the other person to give them a proper referral or proper help. So for you to get to the next stage, you should go have at least one one one-to-one meeting where you show some genuine interest in the other person and their business, ask them some questions about their background, their company, products and services they offer, and who they serve. Stage two, this is the understanding stage. This is where you understand their business enough to know what product or services they offer and vice versa, but you still don't feel you know them well enough to refer them yet and probably vice versa. At this stage, you're still getting to know each other. To get to this stage, you want to have another one or even more one-to-one meetings where you're going to go dive more deeply into who this person is, who's their ideal customer. So, You, in other words, want to know who it is they serve, who benefits from their offerings, and how do they solve problems for their customer. Stage three is what we call the building confidence stage. You've deepened your relationship to the point where you know who the other person's ideal client is or their ideal connection is, and you have enough confidence in them as a business person to refer someone in your network to them. They feel the same way about you. Now, to get to the next stage, it's time to think about who in your network serves the same customers in a collaborative versus competitive fashion. It's time to make some connections on their behalf that could potentially use their products and services. Now, stage four is what I call the established trust stage. This is where you've had some experience in giving and receiving referrals with each other and making connections for each other, and you have a deeper understanding of the nuances of who they help and how they do it. And vice versa, this makes it possible for you to actively and consistently connect the right people to each other. But to get to the next stage, you have to be clear that there's someone you trust to do the right thing for the people you connect them with. This allows you to want to actively look for ways to send them more and more connections on a regular basis. Stage five is the committed connection partner stage. You understand each other's wants and needs in terms of your respective businesses. This goes beyond simply making a connection. It creates a true friendship and a desire to have one another be successful. The opportunity to create an ongoing and effective connection partnership or referral partnership is strongest at this stage. So the people that you are at this stage with are what I call your best connections. 
and you should treasure and nurture them with all your heart. So the founder of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner, says that the Keto Powerful referral marketing program is a laser-like focus on relationships. And he's right. Your relationships with other individuals and businesses are what will allow you to generate referrals for your business. But it's always important to remember that it's a two-way street. Referral marketing only works when these relationships cut both ways. They need to benefit both parties. In other words, you can't just be a taker. You got to be a giver. That's how Ivan Meisner's giver's gain philosophy works. In his blog, Dr. Meisner says that an effective referral marketing plan involves many different kinds of relationships. He believes that the most important are those with your key referral sources, with the prospects that those referral sources bring you, and with the customers you end up recruiting from those prospects. It's important to note, however, that these relationships don't just spring up like full-grown adults. They're initially like children who must be cared for and nurtured. As they grow into full maturity, they're nourished by mutual trust and shared benefits. And they evolve through what Ivan says are three distinct phases. These are visibility, credibility, and profitability. And he calls this his VCP process. I love it when he put it so beautifully, and I'm going to quote from Ivan directly, any successful relationship, whether a personal or a business relationship, is unique to every pair of individuals, and it evolves over time. It starts out tentative, fragile, full of unfulfilled possibilities and expectations. It grows stronger with experience and familiarity. It matures into trust and commitment. Ivan's VCP process describes the process of creation, growth, and strengthening a business, professional, and personal relationship. It's useful for assessing the status of a relationship and where it fits in the process of getting referrals and connections. It can be used to nurture the growth of an effective and rewarding relationship with a prospective friend, a client, coworker, vendor, colleague, or a family member. When fully realized, such a relationship is mutually rewarding and therefore self-perpetuating, end quote. So I'm going to dig into Ivan's VCP process, okay? So visibility, that's phase one. That's when you and another person become aware of each other, whether in a personal or business capacity. In a business relationship, a prospective referral source or customer finds out about you and your business, either through your social media engagement or advertising or through someone you both know connecting you. Allah, the power of connecting. Maybe this person heard about you from someone you're doing business with. Maybe they saw you give a talk or listened to you on a podcast, read your book, or followed you on social media for a while. The two of you start to communicate and establish connections. Maybe you talk on the phone, exchange messages over LinkedIn. You might do some minimal work together, but outside of that, you know very little about each other. A combination of a lot of these types of relationships forms what Ivan calls a casual contact network, a sort of de facto association based on one or more shared interests. Now, this visibility phase, it's critical because it helps you be recognized and sought after by the people you want to do business with. More visibility equals being more widely known, or as the great Matt Church puts it, professionally famous in your market space. It'll also allow you to gather more intelligence about those people and therefore expose you to more opportunities, and that will make it easier for you to become someone that they're going to refer business to or consider doing business with. So, as Ivan puts it, a visibility must be actively maintained and developed. Without it, you can't move on to the next level, which is credibility. So phase two is credibility. What is credibility, at least in this context? It's simply being credible, reliable, and trustworthy in your dealings with others. Inside a new business relationship, that happens when you and your new acquaintance have had some experience in dealing with one another, and those experiences have been positive and mutually beneficial. 
What you say to them about yourself and your background checks out when you use DuckDuckGo or Bing to do some background investigation on them and vice versa regarding what they say to you. You've made commitments to them and vice versa and these commitments have been fulfilled. Everybody likes it. When that's happened, your relationship with them will enter the credibility phase. And if you're both continuing to feel good about your dealings with one another in your relationship, then it'll continue to strengthen and develop. And that, my friend, is a beautiful thing. Ivan says that your credibility grows when appointments are kept, promises are acted upon, facts are verified, and services are rendered to another's satisfaction. In this case, actions speak louder than words. Actually, that's true in all cases. And this is critical for you to keep in mind and act from. If either party in the relationship fails to live up to the expectation of the other, and these can be either explicit or implicit promises, it can, in Ivan's words, kill a budding relationship before it breaks through the ground and can create visibility of a kind you don't want. Think about that. Now, that's something you want to avoid at all costs, especially in the context of utilizing the power of connecting. Now, as you're in the process of evaluating a new business relationship and you quickly want to establish how credible someone is, ask somebody or several people you know who has known them longer, perhaps even done business with them. Will he vouch for that person? Will she say they're honest and trustworthy? Will he assure you that their products or services are effective and deliver the results sought by their customers? Will she say that there's someone who can be counted on when the chips are down? Encourage the other party to go through the same exercise with you and ask the people who have known you longer than they have the same types of questions. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Always do your research and your due diligence. In this day and age, there's no excuse for not doing it given the internet and how simple it is to check someone out through social media and their social media footprint. Given that your business reputation can be online, it's important to make sure that the person you're dealing with is who they say they are. Kent Clisby, a former CIA officer, is the world's leading expert in what he calls credibility assurance consulting, or more simply, background checks and vetting. He applies this holistic contextual credibility assessment, HCCA technique, to help uncover a fraudster on par with Bernie Madoff who had millions of people fooled, including anchors at Fox News and the former Secretary of Defense. He advises every business person to apply this approach and do some basic background checks on every new contact they come into contact with. The cost of not doing this can be catastrophic to your business reputation and your top and bottom line. Now, phase three is profitability. That's when you and the other person reap the benefits of the relationship with one another. This is awesome. I love this phase. This phase of a relationship usually takes time and maturity to develop. Ivan says that a mature relationship, whether business or personal, can be defined in terms of its profitability. Is it mutually rewarding? Do both partners gain satisfaction from it? Does it maintain itself by providing benefits to both? If it doesn't profit both partners to keep it going, it probably won't endure. The question a lot of people ask is how long does it take for a relationship to pass through visibility and credibility stages and then get to the profitability stage? The answer is, it depends. I know you don't like that answer, but it's the truth. If you or the other party have the proverbial itch that needs to be scratched in your business or personal life that the other person can help with, it can literally happen overnight. But if that's not the case, it can take weeks, months, or even years. It all really depends on how often and how well you and the other person interact. 
and how ready you and they are to do business. There are some salient points for you to consider. Michael Palmer of Pure Bookkeeping, one of the leading thought leaders who helps bookkeepers run profitable businesses, coined the term live premium. What he means by this is that as a business owner, he charges top dollar and pays top dollar. He offers a premium service that delivers massive value to his clients. For that, he believes he should charge large, which I agree with. That way he gets paid what he deserves to be paid and his client gets the full value of his solution because the energy exchange of money is balanced. As I put it, if you don't get what you should get, you won't give what you should give. I'm going to repeat that. If you don't get what you should get, you won't give what you should give. Think about that. The same is true for your vendors. Stop bargain hunting with them. You're better off paying them a fair fee because then they'll be getting what they should be getting and providing you with an equitable energy exchange in terms of quality, responsiveness, and reliability. So, wrapping up here, creating strong connections using the power of connecting in the VCP method happens more smoothly when you come from your heart. It's the way you can create the circle of caring. The first question you need to ask yourself is, how can you serve this person? You need to care enough about the answer to that question in a way that truly makes a difference for them in what they want and need in their life right now. Show that you care. Ask them questions about themselves in their life. Everybody's favorite subject is themselves. If you ask them about themselves, they'll gladly tell you. And you need to listen to their answers. You'll be able to pick up on what matters to them. You'll be able to see what they want and need, even if they aren't consciously aware of it. And that'll make you a special person in their life. I've practiced this all my life and found that it's helped me develop a strong connection with the people in my life. So your questions... They should be gently probing ones where you get to truly understand what they want to need in their life or business right now. Let's face it. Everyone has an itch they want to scratch somewhere in their life right now, including you, including me. And maybe the type of itch that you scratch or maybe not. That doesn't matter in the context of deepening your relationship with this person. As long as you understand what they want to need in terms of the problem that is uppermost in their mind to solve at this time in their eyes, You're a caring person who they're now grateful to know. If you can guide them to someone else in your network who can help them, then that's your duty as a caring human being. If you're the one who can help them, then it's your duty as a caring person and as an on-the-ball business owner to fulfill that. In the Power of Connecting Philosophical Framework, we say that you need to connect the people in your world with someone who's relevant and can add value to them with the problems they want solved today, yesterday even. Don't make a connection that has no real value to the person you're connecting with. Care enough to find out what they need, and then care enough to ferret out someone in your extensive network who can help them. It's pretty straightforward. Now, once you've done that, you're going to activate the principle of reciprocity. The legendary thought leader, Dr. Robert Cialdini, talks about this in his seminal book, Influence, Psychology, of persuasion. Reciprocity is a principle that plays off of hardwired human psychology, and we have very little power over it. It plays on our deep-seated need to reciprocate when someone does something for us. This goes back to our caveman ancestors who banded together to survive. If you didn't reciprocate, you didn't survive. Period. People shun you if you're someone who just takes and doesn't reciprocate. 
evolution over tens of thousands of years has hardwired this into our DNA. So once you've done something for them, they're going to feel honor and duty-bound to do something reciprocal for you. It's the perfect time to ask them to reciprocate and put in the same level of caring, curiosity, and concern in connecting you with someone who's relevant to you in your life or your business. That is the power of connecting in action. There's a great example out of Cialdini's book, and that's the Hare Krishnas. They're a religious sect that were very active in the 70s, 80s, and early 90s. If you traveled much during that era, you probably have been approached by them at airports to donate money to their cause. Most people were annoyed by their tactics, and yet they still ended up giving when they were solicited. Why? Because the Krishnas began their approach to a prospective donor by offering a gift of a flower first. Once you took the flower, they then hit you up for a donation. I've seen people in airports reluctantly accept the flower and then get hit up for a donation. Even though they didn't want to, they ended up making a donation. That's how powerful and deep-seated the principle of reciprocity is. Here's some ways in which you could use this principle to your benefit in growing your business. If you have a book, send qualified prospects a complimentary signed copy of it. If you don't, send them a copy of your favorite book, maybe this one, along with a handwritten note as to why you picked this book for them and what they would get from reading it. Once they get the book, they're going to likely thank you. At that moment, ask for a coffee meeting to discuss the book and their business or life challenges. It's critical that you ask for the reciprocal action you want them to take immediately after they thank you. The longer you wait, the less powerful the pull of the principle of reciprocity will be. But I'm warning you, this can be perceived as manipulation. You're going to have to come at this from your authentic desire and commitment to be of service. If you're coming from a place of this is a great tool for me to get what's in it for me, people are going to sense that and they're going to feel that. They're going to be turned off by that and your reputation in your business will actually suffer. All right. That is another incredible episode of Thought Leader Nuggets in the Thought Leader Revolution. If you enjoyed it, share it with somebody who needs to hear this message and Please make sure you do that. That's how we grow our movement. We need heart-driven people like you to care enough to send this to one or two or three people. If you do that, we triple our reach immediately. Immediately. So go ahead and do that. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. Find out more about today's Thought Leader Nuggets. Go to the show notes or go to Amazon and purchase a copy of The Power of Connecting, How to Activate Profitable Relationships by Serving Your Network. And if you're stuck in your practice as a coach, a consultant, a solopreneur, you're not making more money, then get onto our website, ecircleacademy.com. Jump in there and make sure, make double sure that you take advantage of all our free resources and that you book a free call so you can speak to me or a member of my team about how we can help you get unstuck because that's what you deserve. All right. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. 